the hurdles have never been higher. We're in a state of what I call content overwhelm. There's three things I want to talk about when it comes to content overwhelm, and I'm not against content. I'm for content. But I bet you're a bit like me in that you want to see content work the way it's supposed to and not work you. That's what I want. That's what you want. There's three things. One, there's a profusion of platforms. There's like a new app for that, a new social media network, all the flipping time. And you got to start from the ground up. Is that frustrating? Yes or yes? It's frustrating. We, now, we can choose to have an optimistic mindset and say, oh, it's an opportunity. It's ground level. I can get more here if I'm early, an early adopter. But at what point are we mixing up our actual intentions? What are we building? What's the big goal? More appointments, more conversations, more sales. Do you know the average social media user hops between seven networks all the time? That means to be anywhere, you have to be everywhere. And therein lies a problem. Two, there's been a division of media. Um, think of it like this. We have video on our platform. Let's imagine a hundred ways I can slice up video and make different ways to make video. Live video, vertical video, short video, long video, disappearing video. I can create all these different ways of making media and content. How many of you are using Instagram notes? My point to you is there are all these ways to make content. They keep like subdividing the lot, if you will, to create more ways to make content. I'm curious, help me understand, am I striking a chord with anybody in the room right now? Am I on target with how we're actually feeling? Because I've been talking to a lot of you, and I believe this is a really critical conversation. Third, there's a surplus of content. Uh, if you look at the stats, the growth of social media adoption on all the major platforms from YouTube to TikTok to Facebook or Instagram, it continues to go up. The entire world is on social. We know that. We've known that was the trend, but it's still the trend. There is nothing like it in terms of access to people. Nothing like it at all. But what's interesting is, if you look at the data, the amount of content being published on the platforms is exponentially more than the number of people joining the platforms. So what does that mean? That means that your average Joe and your average Jane on Facebook and Instagram are getting way more willing to share more often. What does that mean? That means the feeds are ever more clogged and it's gonna be harder and harder and harder to get your message heard. So what does that mean? Do you make more content or do you get strategic? And I argue you get strategic. And I would add this, despite how high the hurdles are, the opportunity has never been greater. There's nothing like social media. Do we all recognize that? In terms of access, unparalleled access to consumers. There's nothing, there's no form of marketing on the planet quite like social media, video, and content. Hey, quick sidebar, if you're new to the business, I can respect it's a big learning curve. You got your license, you understand what easements and encroachments and latent defects are, but what about running a business, the marketing, the sales, the aspects of actually building a brand that attracts buyers and sellers to have the confidence to work with you, which is why Tom and I put together three courses called Marketing Pro. One course talks about Google, one course talks about social media, and one course talks about email to help you get your marketing aligned to grow and scale your business because you are running a business. Whether you're on a team or operating solo, you are running a business and therefore need to invest in how do you grow and scale that business to achieve the goals you set out to achieve when you got into the industry. For more details, click the link in the description. How many of you send out um, postcards to a geo farm? Raise your hands high. All right, 
can we be in like a little, I'm going to take you somewhere that might be a little weird. Is that okay? This is a weird analogy. You okay with that? I need to hear your consent. Okay, good. Okay. So for those of you who send postcards, this is how I know that video and social media are something different than any other form of marketing. If you send out postcards, I know that the recipients of those postcards don't take them to the toilet with them. They're not like, where's that postcard? What do they take with them? Has anybody ever handed you your phone and you're like, ew, gross. I don't want to hold it. Who Clorox wipes their phone? I hope all of you say yes. These things are disgusting, right? They take their phones with them. And this is weird. This is access maybe you didn't ask for. But they're watching your videos. They're commenting on your post. The level of intimacy access to consumers is crazy. It's an opportunity, a gross one, but it's an opportunity that I want you to recognize, okay, I can't afford to lose, but I'm not winning, so I've got to reshift the way I'm approaching this to ensure that I dominate and seize the opportunity with my content marketing. And there's nothing quite like video that conveys your, know who you are as a, as a brand, know you, like you, trust you. So I'm curious about this. What stops agents, what stops you from making video? I want to hear your feedback. Time? What stops you from making video? Fear, Fear of what? <laughs> Somebody from high school is going to recognize me and think, who does he think he is, right? What stops you from making video? Perfection. perfection. I've got to make sure it's perfect or what? What? I don't want to look stupid. I don't like the way I look. Are those common answers? Super common answers. They're all looking at you and how you look. Do you know who likes the way they look on video? Narcissists. Oh. <laughs> they love it. They're like, they're like, the best part about taking a selfie is getting to watch myself do it. <laughs> they love it. Nobody normal likes it. If you like yourself on video, check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's okay to be confident in your skin, but you know who I'm, if I'm talking to you, you know it. So why don't folks leverage video? It's single-handedly the greatest marketing format ever, ever, from a marketing standpoint. And it always centers around the way I look, but not physically necessarily. It's more about, I'm going to post this video and I'm going to put it out into the great unknown, where people are going to judge me. Do I look stupid? Do I sound stupid? Do I, is this going to come off weird? And they're going to start judging me and I can't control or even monitor their reaction to me. And so I don't do it. We don't post videos fundamentally because we're worried about how we look toward others. I remember when I was early in my speaking career, I was backstage at an event and I was so nervous to go out there. And I was standing right next to this other, much more experienced speaker. And I was like, I am so nervous to go out there. Are you? And he went, no. <laughs> and I said, really? You're not? Do you not care? And he said, I care. I said, but you're not nervous? And he said, no. And I said, why aren't you nervous? And he replied, he said, do you really want to know the truth? 
And I said, well, yeah, what's the truth? And he said, I'm drunk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not what he said. He said, if you're nervous to go out on stage, it means you're focusing inwardly. You're reflecting inwardly. How am I going to look? What are they going to think of me? Are they going to like me? Are they going to love me? But if you're focused outwardly, what am I here to do? What's my purpose? What am I giving? What's my act of service? The nerves literally melt. Literally. Because it's not about you. And the same thing is true when it comes to your video. If you're hiding, if you're not leveraging video, whatever your excuse is, I would do some serious mental gymnastics to determine, am I concerned about how I look to others? And if you are, I'm sorry to tell you this. Actually, I'm happy to tell you this. It's not about you. It's about what are you giving? What's your brand? What's your message? What matters? How many of you recognize that what you do is highly important in people's lives? I didn't see nearly enough hands. Okay, good. At least 90% of you believe it. Fantastic. It truly is. And I would say it's incumbent on you to be the one who keeps your marketplace informed. I love David's talk today. How do you communicate insight? How do you communicate information in a way they grasp because you're their knowledge broker? Not because you think they're going to buy or sell real estate like lickety split today, but because it's on you to keep them informed so that in the event that information spurs them into action, they're like, thank you, Jill, for telling me. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known and I wouldn't have been able to make that choice.